Greetings, Bibb County family and friends, everybody. This is your superintendent, Dan Sims, and you are in the loop with the soup. It is February, my good gracious. I cannot believe it is February. And um, February, March, April, May. Ooh, four months left in school. So we thought it would be a great opportunity just to have some conversation about um, the rest of the year. Like, what should I be focused on? What should I be doing as a parent? Um, how should I be showing up? What are those tangible things uh, that I can take hold of to, to continue to support everything that the district is doing? So Jeremy Timmerman and I are here. We just want to kind of walk and talk through some things. Hopefully, um, prod your mind, encourage you to reach out to your schools and to the websites and anything else that can give you good information on how to get more involved more engaged so that we can get our kids more involved, engaged, and focused towards the end of the school year. So, a couple of things. We just had a great um, State of the District uh, last week. I uh, hope you have had the chance to uh, look at that address. And um, we want to continue this momentum of just building up uh, everybody's attention towards what's most important for our students. So we're going to spend just a few minutes, and I'm going to start with just talking about academics. I always want to start there if I have the chance, and I'll tell you if there's anything more important, uh, anything that's super important right now, it is academics, and that is specifically knowing what's going on uh, with your student. To our upper grades, well, really all grades, you should have already received report cards uh, from last semester. I hope you know how your students performed, and I hope you took time not only to look at those report cards, but sit and talk and walk through the report card, grade by grade, by mark by mark with your student. It is one of the most important things you can do because right now they're obtaining even more grades for another semester. And if you're not taking, a, taking time to look at what happened last semester, I think you're going to miss an opportunity for this semester. Um, and, we're, and we're still yeah, in that window now. Yeah. Yeah, where it's an important window. If the grades are, you know, for the most part, if the grades aren't what they could be, mm -hmm. you can still fix it now. But that window's closing. Yeah. You know, with anything with math, any 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 time you add more and more data, the more data you add, the harder it is to reverse that trend. So if that if that student is trending in a, a C or below and you really want them to be a B or an A, you can fix that now. Yep. You wait until March. It's, it's a lot harder. The yeah. earlier you get a jump on that, the easier it is for them to turn that average around just because that's how averages work. That's right. That's right. Let me extend that too because uh, for final grades last semester, you still have the opportunity to recover uh, credits. Uh, I'll give you a data point. 19% of high school courses uh, taken last semester were failing grades. So that's 19% of classes that have to be made up. So you need to make sure that you know whether or not your child failed any courses. And courses have credits, and credits are required for graduation. And we would hate for you to all of a sudden find out something after the fact when we've sent information home, it's in Parent Portal, and uh, we want to make sure you get that information. And if you and your, and or your student, depending on what your student are, is if, the, if you're starting that conversation with the teachers now and saying, hey, I recognize my student's grades aren't up to par, or even better, if your student can go to the teacher now and say, I recognize my grades aren't good, what can I do? Yep. I can't guarantee you that your teacher will have a path, but they're more likely to have a, a, a path, of, you know, whether it's extra credit, whether it's other work, they're more likely to have that now than they will if you wait until April 30th. That's it. 
Absolutely. So. All day long. Soapbox, soapbox, hold on, soapbox moment. Um, don't let your kids come home and tell you, I don't like that teacher or or I don't like that class. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's this, it's that. Be careful with how you navigate that kind of information. I think you really need to probe and have them to give you specific information. If they give you something specific to move on, move on it and come and meet with us and let's resolve the matter. But I think it's important that we uh, encourage our students to go through the difficulties of coursework. Uh, if, if, if students like everything that happens at school, I don't think we're preparing them for life. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just my two cents. It, it, it's, it's ill preparation for life. Some people say school should be this joyous, fun, exciting occasion. Yes, it should. But it also should be filled with some things that make it tough for you and, and make you push yourself as far as your brain development is concerned. I'll use math as an, as an example. I don't know about you, Jeremy, but people always talk about, I never used a Pythagorean theorem, and I never used this and that Algebra two class. You could have. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you could have, but guess what? It, going through the motions of difficulty prepare you for difficult times. Well, and I, and I also say this, that some of it was, on, was the responsibility of, of educators of the past, right? Yep. Because I've had people tell me, they don't use Algebra 1. Well, that's because either they didn't hear the way it was explained well or it wasn't explained well. Because you use Algebra 1 all the time. If, if I know I want to go buy an Xbox, and an Xbox costs $500, and I have $50 a week that I can save toward that Xbox, and I'm trying to figure out how many weeks it's going to take me to save that money, that's Algebra. But kids don't realize that. And, and even adults don't realize that they're doing algebra all the time. That's right. And everything around us that's built, everything around us that is built is math. Ever, did I say everything? Yeah. Everything. The amount of helium in this balloon over here, everything is math. Right. So, so, so I just think we need to reposition ourselves and tell our students, learn everything. Learn everything because there's something in that math, that Spanish, that PE, that industrial arts, uh, that science, whatever it is, there's something in there that's going to help them discover themselves. And the worst case is that they develop their brain. Wouldn't that be nice? And I can't tell you how many times, I, I, I don't know how many times that I've used some of the stuff that I learned in school, but there have been more times than I'm comfortable with where there was something I was trying to figure out, whether it was at home, trying to figure out how yep. long something needed to be, where I would sit down and go, I know there was a formula. There was a formula that I learned. Somebody, somebody figured out how to make it make I sense. I forgot yep. <laughs> that somebody tried to get me to learn in the eleventh grade or the ninth grade, That's and I, I, I didn't learn it. I wish I knew it now. That's it. That's it. And I'm a mathematician. My, my first degree was in math, so I, 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 I'm a staunch defender of the math universe every single day. But I'm also a defender of learning anything that is useful in terms of your, your brain development. You might not use the math or the science, but you're using the brain that used that math and that science. And that's what we have to get. I think we're going to make it, a, it's going to become a better world if we can become better thinkers. So, so just want to get on this soapbox real quick. But let's get back off the soapbox. All right, showing up is so critical uh, this end of the winter and into spring. There are so many events going on in everybody's school. You have athletics. Shout out to all the parents and community members coming out to those events. You have um, uh, curriculum nights, I'm sure, progress report nights that are going to be coming up. So I need every single parent, get on the website, call your school, get, keep yourself in the know in terms of what is happening. And please, 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 and as much as you can, be present. It makes all the difference in the world. I don't know about you, Jeremy, but this is that time I remember vividly um, 
needing to be at the school, at the PTSA. And it was difficult to get to those events with a full-time job. But I knew how important it was for me to be involved and engaged in everything that concerned my children. And it's not just important for you and for your child's school. It's important for your children. If you've ever been to one of those, whether it's a chorus performance or an award night or whatever, when those kids set foot on that stage, the first thing, at least when they're little, the first thing that they do <laughs> yep. is look and find mama and daddy. All day long. Um, and, and I guarantee you, if your child is in one of those performing groups, chorus, band, orchestra, theater, at some point over the next three months, they have a performance. And if you don't know when that performance is, talk to your child's teacher, talk to your child's leader, talk to your child, find out when that performance is. Because maybe you can't come. It happens. That, that, that school did not ask you, and that night is the most important meeting at work, and you absolutely cannot miss it. Find somebody else who can go. That's right. And tell your kid, hey, because I've had to do this with my kids before. Hey, I cannot make it to your game on Friday or on Thursday. I can't. I've got a work meeting I have to go to. But mom's going to be there. Is or, it? Your, or your granddad's going to be there. Or, or I talked to Miss So-and-So from church, and she's going to be there. So they're there, and, and, and I hope you do well. Just make sure that someone is there for your child. All day. All day. That, that's, that's, that's point on. Uh, let me end on this one because you write about those performances, but there's a performance happening every single day. Academic performance every single day. So I want you to show up for that as well. And I want to give you just a couple of simple tips. Well, one, one simple tip, uh, six words. And I want you to say to your child at least once a week, show me what you learned this week. Show me what you learned. Seven, seven <laughs> words. <laughs> show, show me what you learned this week. And then sit back, grab some coffee, grab something. Just tell them to show, just, just to ask them, show, show me what you learned. And then let them show you. And let's build up this muscle of expectation that school is for the purpose of learning. And the reason I'm, 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 I'm bringing that to light is it is so critical for students to take seriously our milestones, end of grade assessments, our milestones, end of course tests, uh, the, the courses that they're taking in, in all, all of our schools and how they perform. Like it is, it is critical. This is not just this experience where we just go through the motions and see how we do and not really be concerned about it. Concern should be at the top of our list in terms of how our students are performing. By now, if you don't know your child's Lexile score, I'm concerned. I am. If you're a high school parent, if you don't know your child's grade point average, I am concerned. You need to know that. If your child is taking an SAT, a PSAT, an ASVAB, and if you don't know those scores, I'm concerned. So I want to give you some things to go after so that you can get some great information. If you don't know your child's Beacon score, giving you some, giving you some uh, things you can go ask your school. Their Beacon score, their STAR assessment, their last I-Ready assessment, I am concerned. What am I saying? Parents, I need us to get involved and engaged in all these data points that are coming down with your child's name on it so that you can at least have under your belt what your child is doing so that you and I can be better connected. So just want to throw that out, and I really hope that you take full advantage of what's happening inside the classroom. So that's the tip. Hope you take it. Hope to see you at some games, performances. Uh, mother, mother, daughter, tease, whatever is scheduled at the school. Come on, let's show up. Let's let's bring that money. Let's help raise some funds for the school if it's a fundraiser. That's how you build community. And I'm just excited and I'm already appreciative for everybody who's already planning to be present and to show up for our students. All right. Well, this has been Jeremy Timmerman and your superintendent, Dan Sims. And you have been in the loop with the soup.